0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, March 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Stimulus will infuse cash into farm country. Trump asks to delay tariffs. China back in the corn market? Will phase three be enough? The $2 trillion phase three stimulus package the Senate passed late Wednesday night has a lot for ag, but not everyone thinks the sector is getting what will be needed for 2020. Starting with USDA, the department had asked Congress for $50 billion in spending authority under the Commodity Credit Corporation to cover all the impacts of the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as provide a possible new round of market facilitation program payments. What the department will get in the bill is 14 billion dollars to replenish the ccc plus an additional nine and a half billion to cover pandemic impacts to specific sectors livestock specialty crops and local food systems it is believed that usda has about eight billion left in its ccc account the 2019 mfp payments totaled about 14.3 billion now keep in mind If exports don't pick up appreciably, there could be pressure on Congress to provide more CCC authority. And there are likely to be other demands for additional rural spending as well. Rob LaRue, president of the National Farmers Union, said, In the coming weeks, we will learn more about the additional needs of our rural health care system, farmers and rural communities, and we urge Congress to be ready to address them. Some other highlights of the massive Phase 3 package include marketing loans extended three months to a full year. Democrats wanted but did not get temporary increase in SNAP benefits, something Congress did in 2009. The bill provides $15.5 billion to meet a surge in enrollment, but not to increase benefit levels. Another $450 million is earmarked for commodity assistance to food banks. Rural hospitals will get some help with their cash flow. All hospitals can request an advance of up to six months of what their Medicare payments equal. Critical access hospitals can get an advance of up to 125%. What's next? Lawmakers are expected to exit D.C. for an extended period after the House passes this bill. Phase four will come later. It could include renewable energy incentives and infrastructure spending. Trump asked to delay new tariffs during pandemic. Twelve GOP senators are asking President Donald Trump to hold off on handing any of our trading partner countries with new tariffs that often provoke retaliatory measures hurting U.S. agriculture exports. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley and others fired off a letter to Trump yesterday Pleading for the suspension of any measures pending or new that would create uncertainty or undue difficulty for American workers, families, farmers, ranchers, and businesses and asking our global trading partners to do the same. To that end, we urge you to consider a total moratorium on new tariffs or tariff increases for the time being. Because of the economic strain due to the COVID nineteen, our businesses and consumers will have less flexibility to adapt to tariffs. China seen buying more U.S. corn. The US Department of Agriculture announced yesterday export sales of one hundred thirty eight thousand metric tons of U.S. corn for delivery in the nineteen twenty market a year, but it did not disclose the buying country. The sale was listed for unknown destinations, but U.S. trading and industry sources say they are fairly certain the grain will be going to China, which is trying to fulfill its yearly tariff quota of 7.2 million metric tons. Kafko, a major state-owned company, contracted Tuesday evening to buy as much as 250,000 metric tons of U.S. corn, according to one source. USDA on Friday announced that U.S. exporters reported sales of 756,000 metric tons of U.S. corn and 340,000 metric tons of hard red winter wheat to China. The U.S. corn purchases together with the corn that Chinese buyers have bought lately in South Africa, Ukraine and elsewhere mean China has likely filled about 5 million metric tons of the TRQ, according to sources. USDA acts on travel restrictions. Concerned that state and local travel restrictions could disrupt essential services such as inspecting meat or grain or delivering commodities, USDA is asking employees and contractors to carry a new federal directive and ID. USDA has heard anecdotal reports of travel restrictions interfering with the delivery of commodities purchased by the Agriculture Marketing Service. No major interruptions have occurred, sources are telling AgriPulse. This information is being furnished to AMS contractors to assist them in continuing to perform the essential government function of food production and delivery on our behalf of AMS when the law enforcement professionals seek to enforce otherwise applicable city or state shelter-in-place orders, that, according to USDA. Biodiesel tax credit refunds are on the way. Even though Congress resurrected the dollar-a-gallon biodiesel tax credit late last year, some biodiesel plants are still strapped for cash, but help will soon be on the way. We have some producers who are probably not operating right now because they can't afford to buy feedstock to produce because they just don't have the cash. That National Biodiesel Board, Kurt Kavoric, speaking with AgriPulse. But the tax credit was made retroactive to 2018 and 19, and checks will be going out to biodiesel producers, he said. Kovarek said some facilities burned through their working capital when they didn't get the credit, during those two years Dirty dozen targets strawberries Strawberries lead the environmental working group's latest dirty dozen list examining USDA and FDA data on pesticide residues on fruits and vegetables Conventionally grown strawberries tested in 2015 and 16 contained an average of 7.8 different pesticides per sample compared to 2.2 pesticides per sample for all other produce, that according to EWG. And a separate evaluation, EWG said 99% of non organic raisins and 91% of organic raisins contained at least two pesticides. Now keep in mind, Data from the USDA's 2018 report found residues of 33 different pesticides on 756 raisins, but virtually all were under the EPA tolerances set for individual pesticides. 26 pesticides were detected on 189 strawberries, but all were lower than EPA tolerances. CropLife America and EWG both say the benefits of a diet with plenty of fruits and vegetables outweigh the risk of pesticide exposure. But while EWG says consumers should still use its guide when making choices, CropLife America says federal regulators monitor our food for pesticide residues, ensuring produce and other foods are safe to eat. Here's today's He Said It. We believe this is a good first step towards addressing the needs of the agriculture economy, but more funding authority will likely be needed once there is a better assessment of the full impact of the current crisis. That Kent Fountain, Cotton jitter who chairs the National Cotton Council. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, March 26th, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated.